0: Welcome to Mountain View Church Audio, coming to you from the Wilderness City, Whitehorse, Yukon. We strive to introduce people to Jesus through scripture, biblical instruction, and prayer with authenticity and vibrancy. You don't need to know anything about the Bible. Just sit back, relax, and let God do the rest. Evangelist Billy Graham, speaking about the importance of serving and caring for children, once said, often the only thing a child can remember about an adult in later years when he or she is grown is whether or not that person was kind. Let me say that again. Often the only thing a child can remember about an adult in later years when he or she is grown is whether or not that person was kind. I quoted this to my oldest son this past week. He was now a teen and He nodded his head immediately and replied, that's true. There are people who have been kind to our boys and who continue showing them kindness. And even if a few years have passed since they've seen those adults, telling them an account of the kindness they've shown has the ability to spark their memories. The greatest example I can think of is some of our seniors in churches we've been a part of and currently at Mountain View. They have welcomed our boys into relationship, almost like surrogate grandparents. This type of kindness will last a lifetime in the memories of our boys. Think back on your own life, on your own childhood. Does this statement ring true? Adults who show kindness to children, not treating them as a nuisance or interruption, but caring about them and for them is memorable. A little bit of kindness can go a long way. Hi, I'm Elijah, and today's scripture reading will be out of Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 25. It reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Welcome to week five of our Cultivate series. We're striving to acquire character with spiritual evidence. This series is based on the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of God's Holy Spirit outlined in Galatians 5. And as you might have guessed from today's intro, we're talking about kindness. And I hope to, in this message, give us some background on where kindness comes from, both our word, but also the the concept of it. And I really want to get to the point of what what it means, what it really means to show kindness. Why do we do it? What's the point? Our end goal, Lord willing, is to gain an understanding of God's kindness to everyone, which can help us show kindness to anyone. Again, I'll say that, understanding of God's kindness to everyone, which can help us show kindness to anyone. Let's get started with this word, kindness. Now, do we really know what it means? We throw it out, you know, we might say, hey, be kind or show kindness. But I don't know if most of us know where the word comes from. So before we kind of get into the application and how we need to do this or how we need to kind of act it out, it's important that we look back and let's get some background. So if you've never been to Bible college, this might feel a little bit like Bible college because we're going to look at some root word stuff. And to begin, we're going way back, way back to Old Testament stuff. We're going to go back to uh, Old Testament Hebrew. Alright, so I want to give you a little bit of a definition here of kindness. So in the Old Testament, which uh, the first two-thirds of the Bible, written in ancient Hebrew, the concept of kindness meant steadfast love that maintains relationships through gracious aid in times of need. Uh, A little bit further, to understand, it means a loyal love that manifests itself not in emotions but in actions, that's super important. Originally, this loving kindness was considered an integral part of covenant relations. Now oh, Covenant, we've talked about covenant before, right? We've talked about, you know, I have this ring. It's a wedding ring, but it's just metal. But it represents a covenant, a deep promise, commitment, a dedication of love that I've shown to my wife. And so understanding kindness in the the Old Testament sense, the loving kindness is attached to to covenant relationship, to action, not just emotion, which is so important in our world today, which we kind of lean on feeling and emotion. Loving kindness, kindness is an action. It's covenant. When we are in covenant relationship with someone, uh, deep devotion in marriage or some other covenant relationship, deep promise dedication, it's active. We don't just, it's not just cheap, it's not just words and feelings, we actually do stuff, we show action, we show ways of kindness. So this is super important as our first step, but now let's move on a little bit more. Uh, Galatians, which was our key passage, was written in New Testament Greek. So let's unpack uh, some New Testament Greek and and the original word kindness. What did it mean? Well, that word of kindness carried with it the sense of moral goodness, not just goodness, moral goodness, morality, and furthermore, integrity and benignity. Now, benignity is not a word we say much. It's a bit of a tongue twister, even for me. And this means tolerance toward others. Tolerance toward others. So, moral goodness, integrity, and this tolerance towards others. That a true kindness in the New Testament sense, uh, past the loving kindness of the Old Testament and covenant and relationship that way. But if we want to be kind to someone, we, it's a concept of integrity. Uh, of good character and that we're more tolerant. That's interesting, right? Tolerance, it's a big word, important word in our culture. But what about our English word? Um, Because biblical languages are definitely something we need to know about, but we're also living in this English-speaking culture. And so, to get a full perspective of this word and what it means for us, um, we need to go back to that too. Where did it come from? Now, uh, kindness in the old English origin, uh, meant nation, uh, also produce or increase, but the concept is more kind of in race in one's kin or one's kind, with a feeling of relatives for each other or born of a particular nature, related to. So there's a relationship part of kin of kindness, kindness and and another scholar states it more clearly that the word kindness harkens back to the old English kindness, which meant nation. And has roots in the word kin, as in one's family, race, or relations. So let's pull this all together. We have ancient Hebrew loving kindness stemming from covenant relationship. We have uh, Greek kindness based around integrity and tolerance for others. And then we have this old English standpoint of kindness, treating someone like they're your kin. And so if we wrap this all together, we have this this kind of thing that makes sense uh, for kindness of covenant tolerance at kin, of family. If we think about this for a moment, a family is often more tolerant of each other than we are with the average person. Because we're in the family, because we're related in a sense, either by blood or by marriage, we've kind of come into a covenant relationship with the person, kindness is shown maybe even when we don't want to, let's face it, let's be real. And and this is, this is maybe a little bit, this can help us point us toward the root of kindness and maybe what we need to present to others, what we need to be displaying to others. Maybe this is part of the character that we can actually treat maybe even a stranger like family. And maybe this is the type of kindness that God is putting before us. So now let's get back into some scripture. Okay, so we're going to dive back in. We, uh, you know, had our core passage from Galatians 5, uh, which is about, you know, that the Holy Spirit is bringing this fruit of kindness in us. But I want to go to a different passage. I want to go to Ephesians 4.32. Ephesians 4:32. Now this is interesting because Paul is speaking now to a different church, not the Galatian church, but the Ephesian Church, and he says, "Be kind to one another." Well, what does being kind look like? Well, Paul says this: uh, being tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. So be kind. How do I be kind? According to Paul, speaking to Ephesians, "I need to be tender-hearted and I need to be forgiving. And let's face it, let's look back at kind of our introduction a little bit, right? Adults that are kind to children, do you know what they often are? Tenderhearted and forgiving. But let's talk, about, uh, let's talk about family, right? Covenant relationships, either by blood or by marriage. You know what we find? They're tender-hearted and they're forgiving past what most relationships would be. Or at least they should be a good covenant relationship by blood, by marriage. But then also we think about this integrity, moral goodness, or maybe even tolerance. All of this is very uh, key to uh, tender-hearted and forgiving behavior. It, it, it does have that family feel to it. And so maybe again, we're, we're moving towards this, and this is a good place for us to look. We might be finding the core of kindness. Now, maybe you're saying, okay, wait a second, Jeremy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, This is impossible. There is no way that I can treat everyone like family. Uh, I love my spouse, and I'm committed to them, but there's no way I could treat everyone like them. And I love my children, I love my parents, I love my siblings, but to treat everyone like that, that's impossible. There is no way I could be as kind to other people as I am to my family. I couldn't be as tolerant as I am to my family to others. It's impossible. And to be honest, let's face it, I, I agree with you. It's extremely difficult. It's not easy at all. And this is partly to do with our position. We're, we're fallen people. As human beings, we were born in this world with a sin nature. We're broken. We're broken people with broken relationships. And, and there is no way where we can just manufacture kindness. There's no way we could just treat a total stranger, never mind an enemy with the same level of kindness as we do family covenant relationship it's impossible and i'm a pastor and there's there's so often i get this wrong all the time believe me and yet there's this calling to it so how does that work how can we possibly do it well we actually need to go back to uh paul's words to the ephesian church you know, we're broken, broken people, we're fallen, we have a sin nature, this, this wrongness in us, we do wrong things and we can't work hard enough to get there. But look at what Paul says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. But then here's the key at the end, as God in Christ forgave you. It starts with God. True kindness, tolerant, integral, moral, familial, covenant, That type of kindness, that deep kindness that you only give to your your closest family member or best friend, that that can only be shown to others, and maybe even your own family. It can only be shown when it comes from an understanding of God's work in our life through Jesus Christ. We cannot do it on our own. We can't work hard enough to be kind, because even if we do, and it looks good on the outside, If we're honest with each other, it's all about us. We're being kind to get something or to appease someone or to maybe avoid a conflict. Maybe even in our covenant relationships, maybe even in our family relationships, we're doing that. Let's be honest. But here's the thing. Understanding God's kindness for everyone helps us show kindness to anyone. Understanding God's kindness for everyone helps us show kindness to anyone. Well, how does this work even in a more specific place? Because maybe you're new to Christianity, you're new to church, and you're like, I kind of get this. Like, I, I know when I'm trying to be kind to people, it's kind of all about me, and, and I know that there's people that I just can't stand, and I really don't want to be kind to them. I, I, and I get that. That's part of being human. And maybe you're like, I, I like the idea of this. I, I would like to be a kind person. How do I get started? How do I enter into this concept of, uh, of knowing God in such a way that I can be kind? Well, Paul wrote another letter, another part of the New Testament, and it was a letter to a man named Titus. In Titus 3, 4-6, to we read, But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, He saved us. Not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy. And here it comes. By the washing and of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Remember, our Cultivate series, right? The tag on this is character that's only possible with spiritual evidence. You see... Even though we're fallen, broken, sinners, we do wrong. We're imperfect. But Jesus is perfect. God loved us so much that he sent Jesus himself, fully God, fully man, to die on the cross for our sins. And all the wrong, all the unkindness that's in us was laid upon him. And he took the punishment for it, paid the debt, so that God wouldn't hold that unkind behavior against us. And we actually obtained Jesus' perfection. It's crazy, right? And he died and he was buried. But three days later, rose from the grave, the powerful resurrection, conquering death, conquering sin, conquering all the unkind thoughts, words, and behavior that we have. Soon after, he ascended to heaven to prepare a place for those that would choose to follow him. And for you and I, we have that opportunity. We can choose Jesus. We can receive the kindness God gave us by forgiving us our sins and our moral fallenness. And in that, in accepting Jesus, we receive God's Holy Spirit. And that's where the kindness is found. You see, from the Holy Spirit, when we lean into the Spirit, we live by the Spirit, and we're like, God, please help us. Help me be kind. I can't stand this person. They're driving me crazy. I feel anger. I feel uh, sadness. I feel struggle. But I don't want to lash out. I don't want to be unkind. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be angry. In that moment, the Holy Spirit can take over, and you'll be fascinated. Through the Spirit's power, we can actually be kind to our worst enemy. I know, it's unbelievable, but it can happen. You see, because understanding God's kindness for everyone, the gift that was given through Jesus at the cross, we understand that and get the Holy Spirit, it helps us show kindness to anyone. I get it, it might not always be our first response. Like I said before, I'm just being honest with you, I'm a pretty intense guy. You've probably noticed in this message. Sometimes my, my, my brain <laughs> and my mouth are so close, closely connected that, that I'll say something that I regret immediately. And if I could just pause sometimes and, and I just forget to. And, and sometimes someone will say something to me or do something and my immediate reaction is unkind words. But I've also felt those times where I'm able to bite my lip a bit And I'm able to say, okay, what do you want me to say, Holy Spirit? How would you respond, Jesus? And in those times, it just goes better. I'm able to be kind, even to people who are being unkind to me. I don't always get it right, often get it wrong, but I'm telling you, it is a pretty amazing feeling when you're able to be kind, even when you don't want to or don't feel like it. And there's no way I could do that without Jesus. There's no way I could do that without the Spirit's power in my life. It's just the way it is. And after that, with the Holy Spirit's power, we can treat anyone like family. We we can be kind to the most annoying person. It's possible. And maybe kids are really annoying to you. We started talking about children, right? But you can even be kind to the most annoying child. With the Spirit's power in your life, that character fruit of kindness. So, again, maybe you don't know where to start, but uh, today can be your starting point. You start with Jesus. Uh, I'm going to pray, and you can pray with me, and you can accept God. You can accept the kindness that He offered through Jesus and all the things you've done wrong, the stuff that everyone knows about, and the stuff that This may be a secret, maybe just stays in your head, and you can lay it all down, And, and Jesus has paid for it all, and you can gain forgiveness and new life and redemption through Him today, and you can pray and ask for that forgiveness, receive that forgiveness, but also the amazing gift of the Holy Spirit, and then when you die, you also get eternity in heaven, which is just unreal. So if you would like to receive Jesus today, or maybe you've been in rebellion for a while, you know Jesus, but you've kind of walked away and you've been, maybe you've been really unkind to people and you want a fresh start. We can do that too. You can recommit your life to Jesus today. Wherever you're at, let's make today, let's make this week kind of a new start of kindness. Let's take on that Holy Spirit power to be kind to people, even difficult people. Let's pray. Dear Father, I thank you for this passage again in Galatians, out, outlining the fruit of the Spirit, the, capturing the character that we need to have as followers of Jesus. I thank you for the opportunity in this series to, to learn how to cultivate it by leaning deeper into you and, and receiving the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, there may be someone today who has never given their life to Jesus, and I pray that in this moment they're able to confess their sin to you and and receive the kind gift you offer in Jesus in forgiveness. I ask that you would meet them now and they would feel you, they would know you, they would belong to you. And Father, for all of us that know you and, and those that maybe just now are meeting you for the first time, I pray that you would send your Holy Spirit and that we might be kind people, that we might learn how to have that Holy Spirit-driven kindness, and that today, this week, might start a new journey of whole, true, authentic kindness to people, even the most difficult people, maybe even our enemies, Lord. We ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now, before we close, uh, as is our practice here at Mountain View, we often do discussion groups, but we've also been mixing in prayer groups. Wherever you're at, maybe you're just online and you want to get involved in the comment stream. Maybe you're watching with a group of people in your living room. I don't know, maybe a break room at work. I don't know where you're at. But wherever you're at, if there's other people watching with you, you can have a time, get together and pray together. I have a couple uh, questions, well, actually a question, and then an item to pray about. So, number one, uh, talk about which types of people, or maybe there's a specific person for you, I don't know. Uh, you would know that best. But what types of people do you struggle showing kindness to? All right? we, we all find certain people more annoying than others. It's hard. Who do you struggle with? And then, once you've established that, take some time together. Uh, either online or wherever you're at, and, and pray for spirit-filled kindness for those people. It, it, this is going to be hard, but you're going to ask God to bring those people that you struggle with the most. I know it's crazy. You're going to ask God to bring them into your life this week so that you have opportunities to practice that spirit-filled kindness. And you're going to pray for each other and pray that you're filled with the spirit and empowered today. All right. Uh, last thing before I go, you know, next week we're going to move on to the fruit of goodness. What is goodness? Now you may think, isn't it just the same as kindness? Well, it's not. We're going to do another deep dive word study on it next week. It's going to be great. And when we have that character trait of goodness that's given by the Holy Spirit, what does that look like in our life? How does it play out? How is it different than just being good or being kind? There's a difference, and we're going to unpack it. So mark your calendar, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Mountain View Church Audio. If you have given your life to Jesus today or would like to join, serve, or support Mountain View Church, please let us know. Email connect at mountainviewwhitehorse.ca. That's connect at mountainviewwhitehorse.ca. Lastly, feel free to connect with us through social. Just search at Mountain View Whitehorse. Have a blessed week.